Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. Patricia Trainer here with you, and it is Tuesday, October 6th. And on today's show, going to uh, do a little bit of grading on some players. Um, I did a film study for Giants Country. I'm actually still working on it as I record this. It should be out tomorrow. But um, kind of went back and looked at some of the young guys and how they've been doing and put some thoughts together about it. Also looked at Daniel Jones, so I'll have some thoughts on him. And also midway through this uh, particular podcast, I'm going to run for you an interview I did with Lorenzo Carter last week. That was a one-on-one interview. I wrote that up for Giants Country, but there were some quotes that obviously didn't make it into the story. So in segment two, I will run that for you, for you to hear. And uh, before we do, just want to take a moment to talk about Pepsi, made for football watching. This football season will be different and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch the season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. All right, so in this segment, I'd like to talk about Daniel Jones. And you know what? I'm not ready to give up on this young man. I think he has talent. I think he's uh, got the necessary tools to become a quarterback in this league. The one thing, though, that continues to bother me about Daniel Jones and that I just can't give him a passing grade on is how he stares down receivers. Now, I've spoken to many uh, scouts. I've spoken to a few coaches, both at the um, formerly of the NFL and both in college and high school. And I've had Mark Schofield, who is the Locked On NFL Network's quarterbacks guru on this program. And they all say the same thing. Daniel Jones's biggest hump that he had to get over from from his rookie season to this season was in his mental processing. Now, what do we mean by that? Simply put, you cannot have your quarterback staring down the route or the receiver. You do that and you might as well just point a big arrow saying, I'm throwing here, you know, to help the defense out. The other thing you can't do is you can't lock in on the first read. And this is something that Daniel Jones, as I watched the first four weeks of his tape, I see him doing a lot. It's like, you know, even when he has time and granted, you know, let me put an asterisk here. There have been a lot of times when Jones has had a hurry throws, you know, his protection hasn't been solid and uh, he's had to rush things. But even when he has had time, he'll make a cursory glance, maybe in a different direction, just a quick glance over to, let's say, the right side before turning back to the intended receiver or the receiver he had in his mind all along that he was going to go to who might be on the left side. So what ends up happening is that Jones locks in on the receiver and guess what? The defense, who by now probably is aware that with Jones, if you watch his eyes, he will lead you to where the ball is going, can now lock in on that. They can adjust and they can get themselves into a position where they are jumping the route. And this is why Daniel Jones, his, his completion percentage is not horrible, but it could be a lot better 
if he would only stop telegraphing his pass plays. Now, you know, we need to keep in mind he's uh, started in, I think, 17 games now, going back to last year. He's still a young quarterback. But with that said, you'd want to see that leap from year one to year two. You know, you can't necessarily say, oh, it's a different offensive scheme. It's not like what he ran last year. So now he's got to, you know, become comfortable in it. You know, a slant route is a slant route. It doesn't matter if it's in Pat Shermer's offense. It doesn't matter if it's in Jason Garrett's offense. It's run the same way pretty much. So the fact that Jones continues to bird dog receivers, I think, is one of the biggest things in, you know, one the biggest detriments in his, his uh, game so far this year. And it is a big reason why I've got to give him a C minus uh, so far as a grade. I, I just don't see growth in that mental processing step. And until I see it, I can't sit here and say that this young man's arrived. Now, hopefully over the next several weeks, he'll he'll stop that and uh, throw some you know confusion for the defense into where he's going. But I'll tell you what, folks, if I, if I can sit there and watch it on the TV screen and in person and, and call out where he's going with the ball, then you know the defense can do it as well because they're watching him from eye level. All right, folks, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, you're going to hear my interview with Lorenzo Carter. And then in segment three, I'm going to talk about some of the young players who have really stood out and kind of give them a first quarter grade, if you will. So stay with us. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all of the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place where you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes. Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Devontae Adams, and many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films archive. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. Hey, Giant fans, this is Patricia Trena, host of the Locked on Giants podcast. And I want to tell you about my debut book. It's called The Big 50, The Men and Moments That Made the New York Giants. And I've sought to create a living history of the top men and moments that have made one of the NFL's charter franchises what it is today. Relive the franchise's four Super Bowls. Find out what convinced former general manager Ernie Accorsi that quarterback Eli Manning was indeed the one. Learn about the events that brought the Tisch family into the Giants' ownership floor, and so much more. This 368-page paperback book includes loads of photos and stories of some of the greatest giants in history as told in their own words. The Big 50, the men and moments that made the New York Giants, is now available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever else books are sold. So pick up your copy today, and if you like it, please give it a five-star review.
and thank you so much for your support. Welcome back, Giant fans, to Locked On Giants Segment 2, and this is Patricia Trena, and as promised, I have for you my one-on-one interview with Giants edge rusher Lorenzo Carter that I did last week. Here it is, and enjoy. Lorenzo, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the season you've you've had so far. I mean, this is what I think a lot of people, you know, were looking for you. But what what were you looking for for yourself? Are you having the type of season that that you know you feel you're capable of having, or is there more to still to come? Uh, I definitely think there's more that I could be doing. Um, just from me being my like toughest critic. Like, I watch the tape before, like, right when I get home after the game. So I already know what stuff I need to do better. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like, you can't really be complacent because once you feel like, oh, yeah, I'm doing good, that's when bad things start to happen. So for me, it's just making sure I continue to focus on improving week in and week out. Mm-hmm. Is there anything in particular that you can share that you feel is just kind of eating at you that you're not where you want to be yet? Uh, I think just understanding what other teams want to do better. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we go through the game plan. We watch tape all week, see the things that they like to do. But for me, seeing as I rush the passer, I play the run, I drop back in the passing game, I really want to get better at understanding what their targets are and stuff so I can be better in the passing game and help out the secondary. Mm-hmm. And it looks like this year, Lorenzo, they, they've changed up a little bit of what they've asked you to do as far as lining up and whatnot. It also looks like they've given you a little bit more on your plate than what you've had in the past. What does that mean to you that you have so much more responsibility? Uh, it just means that I have to step up. Um because like you said, they trust me to give me the responsibilities to do the different jobs and to make different calls. So it's just, it's a respect thing. They respect that I can do it and I respect that they trust me. So I just have to go out there and continue to put my best foot forward. Are you still training with Chuck Smith? Yeah, I still work out with Chuck. Can you tell me a little bit about the training and the things he's taught you and, and how that has helped your game? Yeah, it's just we talk a lot about different pass rushers all across the league um, just because Tuck had a relationship with a lot of guys. And he just lets us know that, well, he lets me know personally that, like, there aren't too many guys out there that have the same, like, God-given abilities as me. So if I continue to go out there and just put it together and trust the process and actually use moves and make sure I continue to use my hands, then the sky's the limit. It also looks like you're doing a little bit more hunting this year. Is that something you feel more comfortable doing that fits what you do well, you think? Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. it's Because pass rushing isn't pretty all the time. It really isn't a pretty mm-hmm. thing. Right? That's what a lot of people don't realize, that these guys getting 10 sacks and even 15 sacks, like all that stuff is – those things don't come pretty a lot of the times. So that's an emphasis, too. As, as long as you have that motor and you can keep hunting and keep going, getting after the quarterback, then good things will happen. Either you'll get the sack or you'll force a bad throw. But this is all about just trying to do my part to make sure the team as a whole plays well. Plays well. 
I know you're a cerebral player. You probably do a lot of research. You probably have looked at tape of all kinds of different pass rushers and whatnot. The Giants have had a couple of good ones in their time. I mean, is there anyone in particular that you most identify with? Yeah, of course. Like, those guys, LT, DeMarcus Ware, those legendary pass rushers. Recently, I've started watching the guys that are making big plays right now in, in today's game and trying to model my game after them and take things away, see what I can do that they do, and just try to put my own twist on things. So, like, of course, watching old school pass rushers are great, but this game is so different like today that sometimes you just got to sit back and watch the guys that are actually making things work now. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that, actually. How much pass rushing has changed from the days of LT and, and DeMarcus Ware and those guys? Yeah, we don't get too many. Um, the, the quarterback position in itself has changed a lot in the past 10 years, I feel like, so. Just understanding that you aren't going to have these quarterbacks that are sitting back doing these seven-step drops and just sitting in the pocket. We got guys that are like Tyler Murray or Lamar Jackson, guys that can really move around in the pocket and still make big plays with their arm and legs. Now, I also remember talking to you when you first came in, and I remember you telling me that one day you wanted to grow into an NFL leader. And I watch you play on the field, and I say, gosh, his play speaks leadership. Do you feel you've, you've reached that, that point yet in your career? Yeah, I'm definitely getting there. Um, I feel like I'm taking strides. Each year I'm trying to take bigger and more strides to become a leader, a local leader. But, I mean, I just try to do my part. When it's needed, I try to bring the energy, try to bring people along with me. And then sometimes you just got to sit back and let guys, let guys play too. So it's, you got, it's a learning process, but I'm definitely coming into that role. You are listening to Locked on Giants with Patricia Trainers. Stay tuned. We'll be back with segment three to wrap things up right after these messages. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models of cars and trucks, it's become impossible for retail shops to stock everything in a traditional chain storefront. So the next time you need a part for your car or truck, visit rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Rockauto.com offers scores of different auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers for nearly every make and model of car out there. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks to delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com If you're looking for that added boost to help you break through that afternoon wall, check out Built Go. 
Bilko comes in convenient 1.5-ounce packets and three delicious flavors to give you that surge of energy with just a third of the caffeine and without the crash feeling of other Energy Boost products. And now you can try BuiltGo at a special price. Visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED to get 30% off your next order. That's BuiltGo.com with the promo code LOCKED for your 30% discount. Welcome back, Giant fans, to segment three of Locked on Giants. Patricia Trainer here with you, and I hope you enjoyed that interview with Lorenzo Carter. Again, some quotes that didn't make it into my story. You know, unfortunately, what happens is when you do these interviews, they're about 10 minutes or so. Not every quote makes it into the story. And uh, I'm the type of person, I, I just don't like to leave stuff on the cutting room floor. So if I have a way of getting those quotes out to the folks, I will do so. So I hope you enjoyed that. In this segment, as I, as I teased in segment one, we're going to go back to talking about some of the young players, some of the talent and, and promise and intrigue that I have seen through the first four weeks of the season. And I want to start with Matt Pert, the offensive tackle. Now, Joe Judge was asked the other day, uh, actually Monday, he was asked why he pulled Cam Fleming for Matt Pert. And basically, he, he denied pulling Fleming for Pert. He, he said that, you know, look, we wanted to see this guy. They didn't have an offseason. They didn't have a chance to, to play in the preseason. We wanted to see what he brought to the table. What he didn't say is that Pert obviously is at practice every day. And this is a young man who is dripping with talent. Now, you know, he's not a finished product yet. I don't know that he's necessarily ready to take on that right tackle spot full time. But in the little bit that we saw in the second quarter of the Rams game last weekend, we saw a kid who basically kept his edge clean. He didn't allow any pressures. And while none of the plays were run to that side, you know, it, it's a building block, and it was a very positive building block. I've said before, and I will say it again, the Giants' offensive line is not yet a complete package. Pert is going to be eventually the starting right tackle. I think at some point they're going to work Shane Lemieux into that mix, probably at right guard. I can see that being the case, especially given the struggles that Kevin Zeitler has had on and off so far through the first four games of the season. So once that offensive line, that young offensive line, plays together for, you know, several games, then we'll see what they have there. So I, in other words, folks, I would, I am not going to sit here and say that the offensive line, the latest offensive line rebuild is a disaster because I don't think that's the case right now. I don't think you can say that right now. You have to see where they're at. Once you put Pert in there, once, you know, Nick Gates gets a little more comfort in what he's doing, once Andrew Thomas, who I'm going to talk about next, by the way, cleans up some of the inconsistencies in his game. All right, so since I mentioned Andrew Thomas, let's talk about some of the inconsistencies in his game. Thomas right now, out of all the rookie tackles who have played at least 200 snaps or more, has given up the most pressures, according to Pro Football Focus. It's something like 19, I think. And you watch Thomas, and there's two things that you see that are inconsistent with his game. The first is his hand placement. There are times when you just watch him, and instead of immediately throwing his punch at his guy to stun him or at least stop him, 
Thomas leaves his hands dangling down by his hips and then brings them up. It's almost like he's trying to position his body in front of the guy first and then make his move. And you can't do that against an NFL defensive end or outside linebacker. You just can't. Those guys are fast. They're more athletic than what you're going to see in college. And a great example of that, and this is a clip that that I found when I was doing my film study, is... Thomas did that against Robert Quinn of the Bears and gave up a sack. And again, you just can't do that. Now, the other thing that I see in Andrew Thomas's game is that there are times when he doesn't set his feet. His footwork is just an absolute mess. Now, when you play offensive line, obviously the thing you need to do is you need to establish a base. You need to set your feet. You need to establish uh, your base by sinking your hips and just kind of shifting your weight, if you will, to where you now have a base. You can't be pushed back or walked back into the backfield. Well, there have been times when Andrew Thomas has tried to block defensive ends and outside linebackers with one foot up in the air and one foot on the ground. And it's just not going to work, folks. I mean, it, it just won't work. So... Those are the two things that I see in Andrew Thomas's game that really need to be cleaned up. With that said, Thomas has also done quite a bit of good. You know, I think they've had some success running behind him. You know, he's he's good. You know, he, he shows some Waller-like tendencies. So again, more reps, more coaching. You know, Mark Colombo, no doubt, has seen this. He's, he's going to stay on him. Um, and he's going to get him up to speed. I have no doubt about that. Mark Colombo's a really good offensive line coach, played offensive tackle back in the day for the Cowboys, amongst other teams. So Colombo will, will get him straightened out, no question. Let's talk about Tay Crowder now, Mr. Irrelevant, inside linebacker. Now, here's what's interesting. Back in the summer, Devontae Downs, played well enough for the Giants to take the gamble in parting with Ryan Connolly, who had been the starting inside linebacker, one of the starting inside linebackers last year. And, you know, Downs had his moments and you said, okay, you know, there's there's something here maybe they can work with. Well, since they've gotten into the games, Downs has just, the game has just dropped off for him. You know, he shows no instincts. He shows very little awareness you sit there and you you watch him and you say, why is he even on the field? Well, let's talk now about Tay Crowder, Mr. Irrelevant. Tay Crowder, the very last pick in this year's draft, not only shows awareness, he shows instincts and he takes smart angles, all the things that you're not really seeing from Devontae Downs. Now, Tay Crowder last week against the Rams almost came up with an interception. The ball obviously hit the ground. Um, the replay showed it as much. I know some people thought that it, you know, the Giants were robbed of an interception. That was not the case. But I'll tell you what, it's only a matter of time before Tate Crowder is starting ahead of De- Devontae Downs at that other inside linebacker position next to Blake Martinez. Now, will Tate Crowder be an every down backer? Not likely. Not when, you know, you've got to take one linebacker off the field and, you know, he's going to probably be the one that comes off the field because in coverage, he's still, you know, even though he still has those instincts, you know, he's just not there yet. But as far as the instincts and the angles and 
that he takes to the ball and all that stuff. I think Tay Crowder is fast showing that he belongs in that defense and he belongs with a, a bigger percentage of the snaps than what he has been getting so far. And the final guy I want to talk about is Cam Brown, who was the sixth round pick. He's also a linebacker. Now, the coaches haven't quite figured out, at least as of yet, whether he's an inside linebacker or an edge linebacker. And you know what? They can, they've got the rest of the year to figure that out. Where Cam Brown has really made his mark is on special teams. He has basically become a core member of the Giants special teams. And he has done really, really well. Now, you watch Cam Brown in action. And what has he done well? His instincts. He's a hard charger. He takes smart angles to ball carriers. His blocking is pretty good. I mean, we saw him last week against the Rams. This guy is six foot five, and he was playing one of the gunner positions. He beat double teams on one punt. And on another punt, he beat a single team to get downfield. I mean, when you've got a guy that big who can take advantage of a smaller, you know, gun, a punt protector, that's pretty good. And it's a big reason why Cam Brown gets a, gets a hat every week because he's just really stepped up and performed well on special teams. All right, Giant fans, that's a quick review of some of the young talent. Now, there's a lot more, obviously, I could talk about. We run, we've unfortunately run out of time. So we'll circle back at points, you know, to talk about some of the other young talent as they get more snaps under their belt. Obviously, we want to talk about Ryan Lewis, who's in his third year, but hasn't really, you know, he's been a journeyman up until this point. I want to talk a little bit more about Madre uh, Harper, who only had a couple snaps on defense, but they were encouraging snaps. So plenty more we can talk about. But for tomorrow... I'm going to go back and I'm going to give you uh, my three greatest memories of the Giants-Cowboys rivalry, three games that I'm going to pick out for you. And uh, then on Thursday, we have the crossover show is scheduled to run. And then Friday will be our weekly mailbag. So if you have a question for the podcast, you know what to do. Send it to Locked on Giants podcast at Gmail. Dot com, and we'll get those into the podcast as always. So thanks for listening, Giant fans, and we will talk to you tomorrow.